Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to PM in the AM, a comedy podcast designed for listeners of all ages. The show designed to make you laugh out loud no matter where you're listening. As each week, we are going to be taking a deep dive into the most hilarious topics found in both of our insane brains and across the world wide web. Uh, my name is Porter McNeely. I am joined by co host Blake Bushman on this fine, fine evening as we bring back the podcast after a brief break. And Blake, how are you yeah. doing tonight? Yeah, it was more of a hiatus, really, I think is, is the proper term. We kind of just up and left, didn't really tell anybody. So we apologize for that. But it was good to get back and have a have you go back to your roots and really your bread and butter on that intro. That that was good. You know, we've, we've, got, we've gotten a little creative in the past there, but I, I think the listeners are going to appreciate after after that brief hiatus to really uh, really get back to what, what we're known for there. That was, yeah. I appreciate that. I think that's important. And I, and I think it was kind of a much needed break for both of us. Uh, we both, you know, had some major life events happening. We both went on international trips that, you know, required a lot of attention and uh, definitely took up a lot of time in, in terms of preparation and everything. So we didn't really have the full, and I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of us both, but you know, mostly for myself, I didn't have the full mental capacity to dedicate to the podcast as I was going through some of that preparation and stuff. So we didn't want to put out anything that was kind of half effort because we never do that, right, Blake? Oh, obviously uh, not. I mean, <laughs> if you're listening, you can tell clearly by now that this is strictly high quality content. So we're, we, you know, we're not going to put anything out there that we we're not able to put all of ourselves into, um, because this is quite literally the most professional podcast that people probably have ever listened to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And so, you know, after a brief break, you know, we were able to regroup and come back. And we are really excited. we got a wonderful show coming up today where we are going to be doing a ridiculous roundup news story that is definitely worthy of this podcast. Uh, it's, it's a great one and involves one of my favorite restaurant chains. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And then we are going to be drafting. We are making a bracket of the worst places to get stuck by an annoying, stupid person. And I've got a couple of stories in this category. One that's really fresh, Blake. One that um, I am really excited to share uh, because it was a really negative experience for me. So we got that coming up later on in the show. You're definitely not going to want to miss it. Um, but yeah, Blake, uh, you got anything before we get into the ridiculous roundup or should we just go ahead with the story? No, you know, I think that we'll just let the stories come out naturally if there's anything that uh, that I feel like we need to share because I am excited to talk about this. This is something that, like I said, we both hold near and dear to our heart. And if if you were anything like me as a kid, you thought this restaurant was the fanciest restaurant around. This place was only for the elite of the elite, the most wealthy. And that is, of course, Red Lobster. But unfortunately, Red Lobster is apparently uh, managed by people who aren't so great at math because they were reportedly lost $11 million because people love their endless shrimp deal just a little too much. So if you don't know, I... Red Lobster has this, has this deal for you can go in for 20 bucks and you can eat all you can eat shrimp. And the fact that they somehow lost $11 million on this, I don't think it's just because people like shrimp too much. I think somebody somewhere uh, 
did not crunch the numbers before they put this out there. Can I just say, Blake, if this $11 million causes my location to go out of business, I think I would personally write a letter to the CFO that decided that, like, think think about this decision. They were, you know, endless pasta at Olive Garden. Think about noodles and canned pasta sauce. Like that That's pretty cheap, right? But shrimp tends to be one of the more pricey items on the menu. And so we're going to go ahead and take the most expensive item for an affordable price because we think that's going to bring more people into the restaurant. Well, the name so of the restaurant is Red, is Red Lobster. So it's between lobster and shrimp. I don't even know what else they serve there. In between the two, yeah, they were probably like, oh, I guess shrimp's the cheap one. Like. What, just did you said, want, I, what else did you want them to do? <laughs> I just missed this deal. Maybe that's why I'm just feeling mm. bad. I didn't know Endless Shrimp was going on because I would have eaten them to $12 million at least in losses. And they would have had like $5 million in losses of biscuits because I mm. absolutely love their cheddar biscuits. Yeah. And just imagine that with some nice buttery garlic shrimp. I would have been in paradise, let me tell you. So I'm yeah, disappointed in myself yeah. more than anything. The good news is, is they have gone back to the uh, the calculator, ran the numbers again, and they have changed the price on this. So it is it is still offered at uh, Red Lobster restaurants, but instead of twenty dollars, it is now twenty five dollars. So <laughs> you're telling me they my, lost eleven million because of five dollars? Here's, here's my thought. I I still am really questioning their CFO on this because I, I'm going to be totally honest. I think if you lost $11 million, you need to up it a little more than five bucks a person because I don't think that that math is going to work out for them in the long run. You know what I think is going to happen next time? I think we're going to get a headline that says Red Lobster loses $9.5 million. <laughs> I mean, I kind of suck at mental math, but when you said they upped it $5, I was like trying to do the math there. I was like, what if, how would they turn a profit if it was just $5? We must be talking about like, a billion people that went in for this yeah. shrimp deal, right? Yeah. So you're you're telling me that people were eating basically like twenty four dollars worth of shrimp every time. They went. <laughs> that, yeah. So they're that's like, what I'm getting oh, at. In order for them to lose money, they would have had to have been obviously eating more shrimp than what it cost for them to get it. So they were eating. <laughs> so they should up it a little more. I think that they need to go back and do this again. Make it Dude, 30. Red, I mean, all you can eat shrimp, 30 bucks, still sounds like a good deal to me. Obviously, we can tell they're just guessing because, yeah, I, I think 30 at least, you know, maybe make some money. Don't just lose money. But Red Lobster Finance, I mean, that sounds like a great job right there. You know, you're literally like calculating how many shrimp people eat, how many, you know, lobsters they're going to order. That sounds you like want, a pretty fun job. You want to know what's even better than this? So this is the year 2023. I don't know when you're listening to this. Obviously, this podcast is timeless. It could be 2043 by the time you're listening to this. But I went back into the vault, did some research on this, because this is not the first time that Red Lobster has made headlines for losing millions of dollars on an endless uh, food deal. Because back in 2003, they lost $3.5 million on its endless snow crab deal. <laughs> How did they lose more on shrimp than on crab? <laughs> I just, I feel like after after I lost three and a half million dollars, you know what I think I wouldn't have done is been like, you know what we should do again? More endless food. <laughs> 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 yeah, I would have been like, 
we are just going to stick to the endless biscuits yeah. philosophy. I don't know if anybody was really clamoring for endless shrimp. Yeah, is it good? Sure. But I'm thrilled with endless biscuits. Now they have to limit your biscuits because they're offering all this endless shrimp deals. You, you go in there, you're I hope you're joking. To- <laughs> I hope you're lying right now. I, it's It's been a while since I've been. Oh, yeah. I mean, but you have to take but, it alone to go there, you know. It's- talking about the endless shrimp is, uh, you know, definitely reigniting the red lobster flame for me and so i probably will you know check out the local joint before their cfo Mm -hmm. drives them out of business and i have to go to an inferior seafood restaurant (laughs) they they will likely be run out of business because the cfo's response was and i'm going to quote him on this was we knew the price was cheap but the idea was to bring more traffic into the restaurants it just kind of sounds like he was just like let's get more people in like the numbers are going to work out it's fine I think they need to get rid of this guy. You know, it's the NFL, the coach is performing bad. He gets fired. Let's get the CFO out of there. Let's keep Red Lobster alive. This is uh, uh, this is not going well. It sounds like to me the problem is, you know, we're talking about the, the finance guy. He's like, yeah, we didn't really do the math, but we're just planning on more people coming. I mean, he's just like trying to do marketing. Like, yeah, you Red know, Lobster. The is, I'm sure more people came, but they didn't know. They had no idea how much people shrimp people would eat they vastly underestimated the ability to eat 20 plus dollars worth of shrimp in one so let's let's say you have a restaurant blake and you Mm. have to do an endless dish Mm. what are you going with uh poo flavored frozen yogurt (laughs) (laughs) yeah you gotta try and bring some people in here oh it it, it worked it worked on uh nathan for you that's i mean it's it obviously would it's here's the thing all press is good press, right? You get a little controversy stirring up. You're telling me that if you heard about a restaurant that had poo-flavored frozen yogurt, and this is stolen directly. This is not my idea, by the way. That you wouldn't go check it out? No, absolutely mm. not. Mm. I, mm. We would probably talk about the story on this show, but mm. I would not go check it out because yeah. I yeah. do not yeah. want to eat feces ice cream. An internationally recognized podcast uh, talks about <laughs> subtle flex, subtle flex. <laughs> An internationally recognized. Uh, look, we, have, we, we have listeners across the globe. I mean, yeah, well, I no, think they, they don't listen, time, but they recognize us as a podcast. <laughs> well, you remember the one time we got a spam email from, well, not necessarily spam, but I don't even know where it came from. And it was like, we just want to let you know that your comedy podcast is currently ranked number 14 in Nigeria right now or something. Yeah. See? See? <laughs> See? I was like, yeah, I do not believe realize. this number one. <laughs> My favorite but, is going and looking at the breakdown on, you know, the all the analytics of where people are listening to our podcast. And it's always like 1% Croatia or something. It's just, <laughs> One time, somebody was like, yeah. hey, I'll give these guys a try, and then was like, yeah, somebody you know, put a, that was Somebody awful. put a typo in on <laughs> while they were looking up something else and stumbled across us. And this is the type of content that they get. This is why they stick around. So thank you to all of our Croatian and Nigerian friends for listening. Uh, we appreciate you. If you don't know what Red Lobster is, uh, well, apparently you're not missing out because they might be going out of business soon. So glad you're caught up now. Well, I think if I was going endless, and and this is more on a serious note, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna open a Mexican restaurant because those mm. places are always delicious and packed, 
and I'm going endless beans and rice. Uh, maybe just uh, beans, and y- then just y- you want to know who's never clean your bathroom. That? You want to know who's talking about that? Literally nobody. I Not like once. beans. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I love be- <laughs> get some good beans and rice. Yeah, let's clip that. I like beans. Let's. <laughs> you want to know who's talking about beans. the free beans and rice at a restaurant? Literally nobody. You got to have some some sort of some free shrimp. Oh, hang on, you got my attention now. Like that's. That's really something they got they got cooking there. Free beans with the purchase up. of chips and salsa. It's like reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> instead, you, go, you sit down at the table instead of bringing out chips and salsa, they just bring out rice and beans. Sitting in front of you, all right. Well, did you want to order? Yeah. yeah chips what and salsa just... is our favorite thing on our menu. It's thirty five dollars. See, and then the beans cost like four dollars, <laughs> and the chips and salsa cost like one. And I, and all of a sudden, I'm reverse Red Lobster mm. Tycoon. I would give you this. I do not think you would lose $11 million because I don't think you'd have $11 million to lose. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I definitely... Yeah, I can't even think of that. Yeah. But I, I got something I want to show you, Blake, on another note. And I was supposed to do this at the beginning of the show, and I, I blundered, so... Uh, I got to share a nice hoodie that was uh, kind of podcast themed and uh, yeah, check it out. What do you think? Let's see. It's loading up. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's phenomenal. That's it's... If, if you're, if you're uh, just an audio only listener, let me describe this to you. This is a picture of Porter holding up. I mean, it really is a PM in the AM themed what I'm going to call a uh, a blanket hoodie is that is that fair? Is that what I you think would call it that? technically was a snooty. Mm. I think it's a cousin of the snuggy, but just uh, for okay. legal reasons, we won't call it a snuggy. Okay, yeah, for legal reasons, this is the snuddy, <laughs> which is a, not the best work on the naming there, but and it is covered in eggs and bacon, just like the Puma and the AM logo. And the fact that you're not wearing this currently is a travesty, really. I think this is a huge if, missed opportunity for us. If I could have fit this in my suitcase to get it home from the mm. Netherlands, I would have. But I would See, have had to leave literally everything to fit this 45, well, that's, super fluffy. Let me snuggy. tell you about your mistake. You don't put that in your in your suitcase. <laughs> you wear that on the plane. You want to know what's bad about long plane rides? You know, it's not the most comfortable situation. You want to know what would make that better? Oh, boom, snutty. <laughs> yeah i i mean as much as i wanted to spill over into the seat next to me with some nice mm. minky blanket type fluff i looks real soft i wouldn't yeah, be upset i mean it, it it did look soft but that's when yeah, you lean I, over to the guy next to you and you say hey look man i know it's kind of like overflowing here but if you if you get cold and you want to curl up just grab the corner and and uh cuddle on up in because it sounds like there's but, enough okay. to go around for every, for everybody on the whole row. Oh, and it guess what? It looks like they mm. are for sale online. So I may just have to cop me one of these bad boys in the eggs and bacon mm. department if I can find it. And I officially uh, figured out my Christmas shopping for you, Blake. Here we go. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Buy another one for yourself and I'll give it to you. <laughs> Never. <laughs> No, that's a, that's phenomenal. I'm upset you're not wearing it, but 
Um, yeah, if anybody wants to buy Porter and I Christmas presents, you know, you're a huge fan of the show and you're like, I got to find a way to support these guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Snuddy apparently is 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 on our list. <laughs> now that I'm reading it, I think it might be the Snuddy, you know, more like hoodie. Mm. But... Yeah, no, that makes way more sense. <laughs> snuddy is... Snuddy sounds like a derogatory term. <laughs> like, it's like, that girl real snuddy. <laughs> <laughs> True. I don't think of it like that, but... Yeah, it's like when somebody's... Uh, I'm trying to think of... Snarky was the word I was thinking of. It's close. It's close. But it's like a combination of snarky and smutty. Snuddy. Ah, smutty. That's what it was. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We made it. We made it. It's a uh, smutty. Or snuddy. All right, well, let's move on because I am uh, obviously losing my mind here. Yeah, no worries. Uh, well, now that we don't have any more ads, ad reads, uh, we will just go ahead and get right into the draft, if that sounds okay to you, Blake. Let's run. And, and this week we got the worst places to get stuck by somebody stupid. And I, you know, I'm really excited for this draft because I think there's qu- quite a few places, and you know, qu- there's a couple of places that I'm remembering right off the top of my mind. I came up with some other good ones as well, but I do not remember who has the first pick. Do you have any idea, Blake? You know, I will gift it to you. I think you, this was your idea. I want you to be able to pick what you believe, like what inspired this uh, this bracket. So I'm gonna offer it to you because what I have on my list is quite literally just the first thing that came to my mind. So we'll, okay. we'll see if we went the same direction, and I'm uh, I'm excited to see what you got. Yeah, so we kind of went down this road a little bit when we started talking about the Snuddy, uh, and so with the number one overall pick, I'm taking a layup here, and the worst place to get stuck by somebody stupid is on an airplane. Yeah, yeah, Easily. no, that's for both of us. We we've, we've both just gotten off of a longer longer plane. Uh, rides and yeah it's not super awesome when you get stuck next to somebody i know you have a story but i have this i just have to share this as well because on our flight back our longest flight that my wife and i were on was uh, i believe like 15 hours something like that and we sat down on this plane next to this this nice individual this nice man who he and his family were so like they surrounded us. We just had two seats and basically in the middle of them. And they had each just smoked about 14 packs. They smelled like I could not breathe. I was getting secondhand smoke and they weren't like even smoking currently. They just smelled the smoke so bad. It was, uh, really, really unpleasant. And luckily I think I just like passed out from, you know, smoke inhalation and then it was fine. But, yeah, that wasn't pleasant, so I'm 100% with you on this. Uh, Do you think they had to, like, stock up because they were going to go on a long flight where they couldn't smoke, so they just had to, like, down a couple... Maybe they were eating them or something? They had to... I I think they were. I think they were... <laughs> I actually saw him, like, break up a cigarette and just dump it into his uh, his drink he got. Oh, on the, imagine. On the ride. He was just drinking pure, pure cigarette, so uh, oh, really unpleasant there. Yeah, I mean that's a terrible situation. You know, co- to be completely surrounded by smokers and just smell that the whole time. I can't even imagine what it was like to live in like the 1960s when that was just the norm. Because yeah, when you could when you could smoke on planes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, getting back from Europe just recently, it's like going back into that time period. I feel like because everybody was smoking. 
And I was like, mm. I am so glad. They haven't gotten all the anti-smoking propaganda yet. Well, it's on the cartons. On. They just haven't got the common sense to stop. <laughs> because it is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I, the trip was great, but that's definitely a strike against Europe is the fact that they got to raise the prices on cigarettes so people can't afford them because it is disgusting. <laughs> but let me get into the reason I, I took plane <clears throat> as first overall pick. And uh, yeah, my wife and I, you know, we tend to buy the absolute cheapest plane tickets possible. You know, that's the kind of travelers we are. So usually what ends up happening is uh, she's on one end of the plane and I'm on the other. And every time I'm like, yeah, we got a great deal on this plane ticket, totally worth it. And then every time after we take the flight, I'm always like, we should just pay more and sit next to each other. And needless to say, this happened to me once again when I sat by the most annoying woman I think I've ever sat by my entire life. So, I mean, this plane ride started off a little bit rocky as, you know, we board the plane... I was actually on row seven, which is as close to the front as I had ever sat, and this was just completely random. I didn't pay for any upgrades or anything. So I, I was pretty pumped, you know. I was like, I'm up here with the rich people, you know, it's, it's a nice feeling. Like, I'm going to get off this plane, you know, as soon as they open the door. Everybody thinks I uh, am a first class kind of guy, which is not true. So, anyway, you know, boarding starts, and the row across from me directly. You know, these people get on with a little dog, you know, it's barking, it's yapping. I'm like, oh, oh heavens, here we, here we go, this is going to be a terrible flight. Little did I know, the stupidest woman ever was going to get and sit down next to me. And uh, I, I assume she had been drinking at the airport lounge prior to this flight. She had been getting loaded up, uh, intoxicated, if you will. And, uh, yeah, so about, you know... This is a two. This is only luckily. This was only the two and a half hour flight from uh, Lisbon to Amsterdam. So mm. I mean, it could have been much worse if it was a longer leg home. But within two and a half hours, she still managed to, you know, drive me absolutely insane. And that is because, you know, she sits down, you know, fires up some music, throws in her headphones, and she just starts, you know, like salsa dancing. I'm oh. like, okay, this is, this is not a thing. Like, you don't get to, like, elbow me while you're doing your dance moves into my seat. Like, stay away from you, me, woman. You don't get to dance on airplanes. That's, no. That's, that's part no. of the little video they play before you oh, get on. It's like, please no dancing in your seat. It's Gosh. <laughs> if the airplane mask would have, if the, if the oxygen mask would have came down, Blake, I would have strangled her with it. Because <laughs> what then happened next is much worse. So, the drink carton comes around, and uh, I'm like, I, I really think like red wine would not be a good option for this woman. And so, you know, she of course proceeds to order a red wine and I'm like, mm. did I, I didn't think much of it other than I was like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of nailed that stereotype, right? Like I could, I guessed what she was going to drink. Like good for me. I'm like, I, I don't want anything. I'm just chilling, trying to get through this flight, whatever. So she goes back to her little salsa dancing, blah, 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 moving back and forth. You know, she's having a grand old time. And she absolutely smacks the tray table. The red wine goes flying <laughs> onto the ground, splashes all over. Luckily, it was just my ankle and shoe for the most uh -huh. part. I got a, I got a little bit of splash down there. I, I got my shoes are stained uh, permanently because the flight attendant handed me a dry napkin and said to wipe it off. It didn't work. Uh, my white shoes were stained with her red wine of ignorance and stupidity. And I, like, the rest of the flight, there's probably an hour left. 
like I was just so mad, Blake. Like I, I don't even know how to describe it. Words can't even describe it. it, it and apart from mad, I was also disappointed. It's like, what, what kind of human being is so irresponsible that you do your little dance on the plane, you elbow the guy next to you like 16 times, and then while you're doing that, you smack your tray table into the air and throw your red wine on the ground, and you don't even apologize. I was yeah. so appalled. I still you, am so upset. You deserved to pick to pick airplane right here. That's uh, I'm I'm glad I let you go first because that would have been my pick as well. But after hearing that story, you you deserve to you know at least get that one on on your team there because that's that's brutal. I literally spent the rest of the flight like hunched in a ball because I was just trying to keep that woman away from me. I'm the guy I on the other so side glad. of you was like, dude, leave me alone. Yeah. Well, no, I was on the window. I was on the window, so I was hug. I was hugging the window, and this crazy woman. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, terrible experience for me. That is why I'm picking planes. You know, I just feel like overall, nobody ever gets off a plane and was like, I enjoyed sharing an armrest with that stranger for however many hours. Like that was that was great. Yeah. It's never great. Like that that is the one nice thing about spending up a little bit to get to get next to uh somebody you know cuz especially if it's your wife or somebody you can pop up that armrest and that's you get an extra 4 inches of real estate right there to work with which is really helpful. It's especially crucial. when especially when you're uh, like me and you know your wife likes to sit next to the window and then I'm crammed into the middle seat where uh that those four inches are really important to me. <laughs> yeah, the middle sucks. <laughs> so, so, congratulations on that. That's a great pick. Uh, I'll go ahead and pick mine. Then there's no story here besides I think everybody's experienced some story of their own. But the place that I don't want to be stuck next to idiots is on the highway. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I uh, <laughs> anytime I see a car that's driving just a little, just a little, uh, I'm like that guy's not the brightest bulb. I just go ahead and do anything I can to not be next to that guy <laughs> because people driving stupid on the highway causes accidents, causes all sorts of traffic and it's the worst. Absolutely. Definitely was uh, high up on my list because oh. you're right. You see a guy eating a ham sandwich, reading a magazine and mm -hmm. I mean, especially all the texting and stuff that's going on. You see somebody just doing a FaceTime call straight up while they're driving. Yeah, I don't want to be anywhere. And then they're tailgating the person. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> it's uh, there's a lot of a lot of dum dums on the road out there. So I'm happy with it. Wow, that's that's a good pick. All right, so let's move ahead to the third overall pick, and this one also, you know, kind of has a personal experience because I think the second worst place that I could think of to get stuck by an idiot is in alphabetical order because when I was in elementary school I always had to sit by the same kid because my last name was McNeely and his last name was McMullen oh Freaking man calling Tyrus him out McMullen. Dude, that's, that's crazy <laughs> Yo, by name poor guy I yeah I uh, don't know that anybody else will remember him or I mean just, he listens you know, for sure. I, you know, I, he was I wasn't a, huge a fan. I wasn't a big fan of him, you know. Mm. It was always him and me. I always had to sit next to him because the seating chart was always alphabetical. Always stuck in the same class, and yes, I that's 
he definitely wasn't the brightest bulb. He was always like the kid getting in trouble, kid being a bully, kid being a doofus, kid putting a fork in the outlet. No, so, I'll, I'll uh, give it to you. Uh, alphabetical order was not on my list. That's creative. I like that a lot. That's that's pretty good because now I'm reevaluating my list a little bit here to see if I can uh, if I can pull anything out like that because you know I'm not going to call him out by name. Obviously, I you know. I should have just said the last name, so I could have gone off more. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think we've all had a had that obnoxious line partner back in the old elementary school days. So with that, I'm gonna pick my next one here, and I'm gonna take. I'm just gonna say, at work. Luckily now, I don't. I'm not calling out one of my coworkers. <laughs> I like all the people that I work. With I now. knew that caveat was coming so fast. Yeah, you know, I don't. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that listens. Appreciate so you guys. Are you talking about your previous job then? Previous jobs, even like school, like if you have to work together on uh, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, a good one. Like it, it's the worst. You get you get the the group project, and you always have that one guy who has no idea what's going on, or doesn't want to do anything, or if you're at your actual job, there's always the one guy who can't do anything on his own, can't do anything right, just an absolute, uh, what we call a certified dipstick. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. Being, being stuck next to next to idiots at work or working on something is really unpleasant. Yeah, I, I, that's a very good pick. Definitely one that I considered and can think of, you know, specific group projects where, I mean, not only the person like doesn't do the work they say they're going to do, but then they ask you 5 billion questions about how to do it and they still don't do it. You're like, yeah. I literally, it, I could have done the thing because I explained it to you for so long. <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, my bad. My bad on that one. I didn't, I didn't even, do even it. better yeah. when it's, they do it and then they just do it totally wrong and you have to go back and redo it anyways. You're like, this was a waste of time. So. And then they still put their name on it. They're like, well, I still spent the same amount of time on it. I just did nothing right. Didn't help at all. Yeah, definitely don't miss that aspect of school. And, uh, yeah, group projects, uh, whether it's work or school, being surrounded by idiots, I mean, that's tough. But somehow you just came up with a pick for me. I wasn't even thinking of this. Not on my list. Wasn't on my radar. But I am taking, with the number five pick, being stuck with idiots in a rocket ship in space. Could what? there be anything worse? <laughs> No, I, there's a reason they don't let idiots on rocket ships. <laughs> that's, in space. that's what I'm saying. You have to be, you have to be a physicist. To, to, you think they're so, just letting anybody in there? They're like, no, this guy is my buddy. He's he's my cousin's friend. I'm gonna let him on the rocket. <laughs> Can you imagine the gravity of the decision of like, oh, I'll, I'll go ahead and press this button. I don't, I don't know what it does. You know, let's you know, let's uh, go out there and have some fun. Like. My biggest fear in life is probably free floating in space and then dying in space for some reason. Like, that's, that's just a, terrifying. I mean, that's horrific. Yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. I don't know if anybody calls it their biggest fear because in order for that to happen, there's quite a few things that you would have to choose to do. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, being on a rocket with an idiot would be really, like, really unpleasant. You know, if Buzz Aldrin was just like, biggest moron around. I, I, I don't think they would have been landing on the moon. So Yeah, exactly. I, I, uh, I think that's a pretty good pick. 
luckily, I think I think they figured out a pretty good vetting process to make sure. <laughs> it's called like fourteen years of college, and then like eight yeah. years of technical training. It's called NASA. Yeah. yeah. You know what? And uh, since I gave you an idea there, I'm gonna piggyback off of you and do another idea, and I'm just gonna do a a. Uh, like a nuclear bomb shelter, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so are like you saying they have shelter? They have access to the codes, or you're just like permanently locked with them? <laughs> well, it could be either one. So here's the thing: there's a few things that could go wrong here. So you're in the you're in the underground, you know, nuclear uh, base there, whatever you want to call it. A few things could go bad. There's radiation outside. Somebody opens up that door. Boom, we're all dead. If they press any buttons, uh, boom! So you, bad things. What happens are if you happen. turn on the bathroom fan down there? Do you get some radiation? <laughs> I don't think it's connected. <laughs> okay, okay, just check it because uh, maybe I'm an idiot myself. You just flip on the fan, and all of a sudden you all die. Like I just wanted to no, not make the it idiot sting. in that situation would be the guy who installed a fan connected to the radiation. In the bathroom. I think we'd blame that guy before we blame the dude who turned it on. Okay, so, so uh, also would suck to have an idiot building your fallout shelter yeah, is what yeah. you're saying. The, the, yeah, the fallout shelter builder would be bad too. You're stuck and as your idiot being, contractor. Being stuck with people. Like you're stuck with those people for you don't know how long. There's yeah, nuclear wars going on. Point. You could be down there. You could be down there for forever. You don't want to be down there stuck with a bunch of idiots. That's who you're going to have to repopulate the, the world with. And if you're repopulating with a bunch of... Uh, people who got a few screws loose then the world might be done for so yeah for sure yeah it's like you would get so annoyed plus they'd be wasting your resources that Mm. just does not not seem like a good situation but that is a very good pick and something that was not on my radar (laughs) and that will leave me to go back to my list here Mm. and i've got a kind of torn between two here but I think with the seventh overall pick, I have to go with. Uh, that's too similar, I would say, is what I was thinking. And maybe you'll take this one. I was thinking an elevator, but I'll let you take elevator. Okay, if you want. okay, that's yeah, fine. I'll take I'll take an elevator because a fallout shelter is probably going to be bigger than an elevator. Yeah. And so I'm for going sure. for that for proximity sure. of like if you're stuck on a broken elevator with an idiot. That is going to be a very difficult experience. And plus, yeah. they're probably going to be trying to crawl out the roof and uh, instead of just you know, waiting for help or something. They might yeah, put no, you the, in danger. They might take a dump in there. They're, <laughs> they're, you, know, you don't know what's going to happen. The idiot is for sure just calling out for help the entire time. Uh, like they're, they're, You're stuck on the, on the 14th floor and the entire time they're just, Help! Help! Nobody hears them, but they're still going. And you That's, also know uh, the idiot has something that could help you escape the situation the whole time. Like they have a cell phone the or something. Guy. They, yeah. they are the maintenance guy to the elevator. They just and... don't tell you until afterwards. So <laughs> they're like, oh you... man, I could have fixed this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I could have just called for help. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I'm taking elevator because elevators already suck. Add idiots, yeah. a lot worse. No, that's great. That was one that was on my list for sure. Just confined space. You don't want to be there. Uh, but with my last one, I'm just going to take something that's... I don't know if anybody else agrees with me, but I don't really care because this is near and dear to my heart. And that's in the drive-thru. Because You're it feels like... like fast at, food? Yeah. 
And I feel like every time I go to the drive-thru, oh, the person in front of me has never ordered at uh, a drive-thru before. It's like their first time. Like, welcome to Wendy's. It, yeah, it takes them 45 minutes to figure out how to order there. They're sitting there, they're like, um, uh, yeah, so how do, what do you, do I, is it, do I pay here? What is it? Can I, what do you guys have on your menu? What kind of drinks do you have? It's right there in front of them. I, yep. I can't stand it. I get so impatient in drive throughs because uh, I'll go up. I'm, I'm ready to make my order before I even get up there. I pull up 13 seconds and I'm out of there. I'm, yeah. I'm quick in and out efficient. And yet the people, I just don't know if they have ever used one before or what it is, but it feels like every time I go to a drive through, there's an idiot there. And uh, I had to, I had to make sure that that got put out there. I definitely remember a specific incident where I was at Wendy's behind two people in a car and they must have been having a read aloud of the entire menu while they were making their decision. And, you know, I could, you know, I could hear the person like going back and forth because so, you got to be careful because sometimes, you know, they're just sitting there waiting because they can't mm-hmm. place their order because of perhaps some idiots on the inside. I'm not right. saying that's a hundred percent of the circumstance, but perhaps. So, you could hear the conversation going back and forth. They're asking so many questions about so many different items on the menu. Like, you're at Wendy's. You're at McDonald's. Like, we're talking fast food. We're not talking, like, if you go to a fancy restaurant, you get a waiter, and that waiter's going to yeah. help you walk you through your mm-hmm. decision. But if you're at McDonald's or Wendy's, you do not need to expect the same level of service or quality of food. So you can just order something, and you know what? Either way, it's going to suck, and you're going to move on with your day. Yeah. And he, they have they don't have that many things on their menu. It's like they've never been to Wendy's or McDonald's before. They're like, uh, I don't know what I like here. No, you get a burger and fries. Like that's there's not that many other options. You don't want a burger, get a chicken sandwich. There's yeah. four options, guys. It drives me crazy. And then you get up there and they have to ask everybody in the car what they want. No, get that taken care of beforehand. Open up oh. an app, order online for all I care. Uh let's get this thing moving. I just yeah. It's if it's a place you haven't been before, that's fine. But it never is. It's everybody's been to McDonald's, and yet somehow when you go through the drive-through, it's like they've never looked at a menu before. So, I uh, I'm really glad you agree with me there. That's, oh, that's something a, that's near and dear to my heart. <laughs> in that specific Wendy story I was sharing, I literally <laughs> held my horn, yeeted around them, and left while screaming, Oops. "You don't have to order the entire menu." Because I missed my entire lunch break and had to go back to work with no food. So that is a 100% real story. And I have since, you know, I kind of regret it because that, that was not the right not the right way to approach it. I, I mean, definitely. You know, the right way to approach it would have been to grab a brick, throw it through the windshield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sucked. But I never got Wendy's that day. And I can totally agree with that. That was a sneaky yeah. good pick coming there in, in, in the eighth slot. That was a really good yeah. one. Did you have any honorable mentions? Uh, the only other one I had was the self-checkout for the okay. same reason. <laughs> in case yeah. you had... Oh, in case you, old people? Oh, man. It, 
in case you had drive through, I had to have self checkout just as a backup because it's the same reason people go there and it's like they've never used a self checkout yeah. before. It's like, how, uh, where do I pay at? Uh, let's see, where's the barcode on this thing here? Hmm. No, and then the things like, you have you're to just type in. There. Oh, Produce, yeah, yeah. bread, and then you're you're standing there for thirty five minutes while you're waiting for Grandpa Earl to scan everything in there oh, and it's i can't even imagine what a pharmacy thing would do like that'd probably take <laughs> even longer yeah it's unbelievable and then they yeah. pull out coupons you're like no that was not designed for this <laughs> that yeah. is not hey, self self checkout was remember when it used to be the 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 uh what was it the quick checkout like the, the 10, 10 items, items or less? less let's bring that back yeah, you see Let's an old person one. with a full shopping cart go to self-checkout. Yeah. You might That's... as well just put all your things back one by one, leave the store, <laughs> and come back another day. Because it because is going to be... by the time be... you come back the next day, they might be almost <laughs> they done. might be finished. <laughs> because every item they scan, they're not going to put on the table to weigh it. And so it's uh-huh. going to require assistance from the, the person monitoring them. Oh, it's just... That 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 was a very good one that didn't go drafted and uh, deserves some mention. So good job bringing yeah. that one up. Uh, I had tourist attractions. You know, mm-hmm. like you get stuck behind somebody annoying while you're in a line uh, for for a ride or you know just anywhere. Definitely can put a, you know a damper on that activity. Mm-hmm. I had a hike. I feel like there's been times where I've been hiking before and you just like keep trying to like pass somebody and they pass you and that, you know, just they're idiots and it's annoying. Uh, as well as jail. I think jail would be no, a terrible place. To yeah, be stuck having, having a, I actually had thought of that. It didn't make my list cause I had forgotten it by the time I was writing things down. That was absolutely one of the things I thought of <laughs> having, uh, having your, your cellmate be an, be a moron. That dude's not helping you break and out it, of there. That probably happens. Mastermind. Yeah, I, but that probably happens more often than not uh, in general. Yeah, terms, I mean, right? I feel like it to end up in jail most of the time. Obviously, uh, this is a generality, but uh, the brightest the brightest people don't end up in jail a lot of the time. So either they're smart enough to get away with it, or they're smart enough to not do the crime. So yeah, odds are both of the people in there are probably not not super smart. Yeah, well, that was a really good bracket. I had a lot of fun. Uh, definitely glad to be back, uh, like we mentioned earlier. Uh, you got anything for the listeners as we wrap up this episode, Blake? I do not. I know it's been a while since, we, uh, since we've done an episode, so we appreciate you guys uh, waiting for it. Hopefully this one was worth your while, but make sure you go on Instagram and vote for the bracket. We'll get that back moving, and well, we'll be ready to go. exciting to be back. If you guys uh, like the episode, make sure to share it with a friend. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at PM in the AM Podcast. Check out our YouTube video so you can see the eggs and bakey snooty uh, and all that amazing content over there. Uh, but yeah, I think that about wraps it up. And so we will catch you guys next week. Peace out. <laughs>